You're listening to an Amplify podcast. We uh, have uh, a very lovely guest uh, on the show today. Could you please introduce yourself? Hello, uh, I'm Zylo Aria. So, uh, first time on the show, so very excited to be here. And also, we are into in the corridor to compensate for the lack of uh, Rebecca this evening. We ran into uh, my good friend Richard here. Hello. I, I do Amplify on the day after today, so tune in tomorrow as well. Tune in, pl- plugging your show. <laughs> plugging your show. Uh, yes. Always, always a good thing to plug your show. Te- but, technically, we're both on the same show. Well, technically, yeah, pl- well we, I, I'd like to think that each individual Amplify show runs as a, a different sort yeah. of thing. But we, uh, of course, we've got a special, very special guest in here. Uh, so... So your your uh, is your stage name. Is there a particular reason for that stage name? Uh, yeah, I've got that question. I think I need to come up with a more interesting story, to be honest. <laughs> but um, well, the first half as uh, Zylo, um, there's this like colourful xylophone that my dad bought, uh, my mum bought for my dad, and it just sits in our lounge room, and it always reminds me of home. So that's. Um, that's the first half. And the second half, just another uh, word for music, which um, obviously I love. So, And they sounded cool together, or so I thought anyway. So, yeah, that's, think, that's think, the name. I think that's a pretty good reason for it. <laughs> cool. So what, what sort of what got you into music uh, in the first place? Well, it started... Um, as a yeah, as a child, my grandma was really into music, and she kind of taught me um, like classical Indian music. So that's kind of where it all started. And then um, yeah, so I was singing from as far as I can remember, really. And then uh, kept going. And then there was a phase in the teenage years when I was like, oh, I hate my voice. I should never sing. <laughs> But I'm then, pretty sure we've all gone through a stage like that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> uh. So um, yeah, so how how much of the traditional like classical Indian music? How much does that play? Uh, not play. How much does that influences the the sort of music that you uh, make these days? Well, honestly, I don't really think about it too much. But everyone that listens to it says they can hear that influence, and they they keep asking me if I actively go for that sound and. I don't know, maybe it just feeds through from subconsciously or something, but um, I don't try to do it, but yeah. I think it just happens. Do you, have you got any other musical influences, any heroes you seek to emulate? <laughs> um, yeah, a few. Um, well, mainly uh, FK Twigs. I think mm. she's amazing. She's just so unique uh, and her mm. her sounds are just very experimental and she creates a... Uh, very different soundscape, and um, James Blake is amazing oh, as ja- well. James, James Blake, it's a oh, it's so good. I know. I'm going to see his show in June. I cannot oh, really? wait. Ah, uh, you cannot. That's. I'm actually quite jealous now on him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, James, you should. Um, I think I don't know if they're still available, but I got on them straight away. You got on Did them not want to miss out. Me and my friends have been big fans of James Blake since the. I think I've got some James Blake on my uh, on my music playing device. Are oh, we talking yeah, about the same to. James Blake? Uh, not the tennis player. In not case. the tennis player. Uh, <laughs> in in sp- in inspired by the the uh, the the racket, mo- the racket movements inspired uh. a particular a particular vocal style. <laughs> no, no, not that guy. <laughs> not, not that. Not that James Blake. So the uh, the 
the uh, the the James Blake singer James Blake. Yeah, I'm awesome. assuming. Yeah, uh, there yeah. are a lot of James Blakes, aren't there? I always used to when I when I first heard my friends talking about James Blake, I thought I thought it was James Blunt, and I confused. Yeah, what? they're very different, they're, aren't they're, they? They're very, well, like James James Blunt prevented World War Three, and James Blake uh, made uh, some very good albums. <laughs> Wait, lots of similarities yeah. there. <laughs> lots of similarities. Uh, James Blunt did have an interesting military career, but uh, so did not know that you didn't. Do you? So do you? Well, now you do. Fun, <laughs> yes, fun indeed. <laughs> so, do you play any instruments? Uh, no, just like a little bit on guitar and L- keyboard, just to get me through my songwriting. But um, I would not call me good at either of them. That that's more that's more than uh, I would than I know. So okay. you've, you've got that over me. <laughs> Awesome. Oh. And uh, do you, would would you like to play any other instruments? Are there any? Uh, well, you know what? I recently picked up a ukulele about a week ago, and it is the best instrument ever. The it's just really fun to play. Very different to my my music, but di- it's just yeah, it's really fun. I um, love the ukulele. It's fun to just strum out random things. Oh yeah. I have I have no clue how to play it, but it's fun still. Oh, yeah, <laughs> great time. Amplify it. The sound of underage Melbourne. That song was Mr. Biggs. So that one is the first song of the Arrow EP. Mm. Um, so Arrow was released uh, probably six or so, a bit longer actually, months ago. Um, and yeah, all those songs were kind of um, in the making for a long time, even before that. So it took mm. a while to compile everything. So do you, how do you write a song? Because that's something I've always wanted to know. Like I once sat down <laughs> and tried to write a song and it was not very good. Is, is there like, is there a particular, do you like have to to like already know how to write a song beforehand or is that like some magic is it like a genetic thing not at all I think anyone can do it really um that was kind of why I started I was just like I wonder if I can do it um there were a few people in my music class that were doing it and then I was like oh I'll give it a go and um yeah the process kind of defers every time so um a lot of the time like um my producer will send me a a small section of a beat and I'll just kind of sing different things over it and and then uh, pick out bits that I like uh, mm. or other times it'll start with me writing a melody and, and lyrics and sending it off to him. So, yeah. You know one tip to getting, like, number one on the charts? Yeah, if tell you get, me. If you get a uh, Swedish guy to produce it. <laughs> All right. You get R- a Richard Swedish R- guy to produce it. R- Richard uh, is <laughs> making references to some, some internet maymays. I'm not sure one, but I'm assuming it is. Uh, yes, it uh, is. Do, uh, do you actually, do you write your songs with anyone? Do you sit down and, like, uh, work through work through uh, the song? Like, is there someone who, like, I don't want to say edit sort of things? Like, uh, Well, uh, probably not right with, but, like, my producer has a, big um part in it so uh he usually sends me a beat so like a part of a beat and then I'll I'll write the song over it and then we'll kind of go through it together and Mm. um edit parts and pick out parts that we like and things we want to change so um, what's your producer's name Elliot Travis 
Elliot Travis. Yeah. Awesome. Not, obviously Give, not Swedish. Not yeah. Swedish, no. <laughs> on, I remember on one, of, on one of my previous uh, one of my previous shows that I, I uh, the awkward stage when I was uh, training to be a, a radio a radio man the. The uh, awkward radio man that I am today. <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> well, it worked. Uh, I remember we used to always just have a joke that uh, uh, all the listeners that we had, the foreign listeners, were from Sweden, and we'd give them a big friendly, uh, big friendly hello on the air. So, if there's any Swedish producers listening in uh, to Amplify today, uh, big friendly uh, hello from your your cousins in the south. <laughs> <laughs> yep, hello indeed. Uh, hello indeed. So yeah, so is there anything you like to write your songs about? Uh, not, not one topic all the time, really, just whatever I'm feeling, uh, like whatever's happened at the time or reflecting back to things that have happened Mm. in the past. Um, so yeah, it depends what's influencing me at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show today and for, uh, lending a bit of a helping hand when we were having some technical difficulties. No worries at all. You saved the show. You you (laughs) have saved the show from my terrible awkwardness. Amplify. 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 We forgot to mention, um, Silo's new song. We, we, uh, we forgot to mention it's a very, we had, uh, my, uh, I was very, very distracted. We have a Zylo Ren. Uh, yeah. Zylo Ren has. A, I said Zylo Ren is in Kylo Ren from Star Wars. No, <laughs> that was a bit of a uh, a, a, a slip of mine. Uh, but with Zylo Ren, does indeed have a new single out called Paradigm. Uh, we'll, and you should definitely check it out. Well, you should check it out. It's it's some good stuff. Speaking of new singles, new, well, not really new singles, but new music. New music. You know Radiohead? That that little band, Radiohead. Yes. Yeah, that little band, Radiohead. Uh, they have indeed have a new song out. Did you see that the the, uh, the stunt that they made as well? Uh, the pulling the stunt, pulling all of their music off. Yep, oh, everything and off. all uh, they just disappeared off the face of the internet, and it was trending on Twitter. And also, that was that just happened to be when I was recording my pitch for a new segment called "Why is this trending? Why is this trending?" It's and where we lo- go. Where lo- we? Uh, yep, you. Lo- oh no, you you. Oh, okay. You're explaining something and I was interrupting. Do go ahead. Richie. Okay. Um, where, uh, because Will and I and Pat uh, on Thursdays, uh, we were looking for a new segment idea and what we did was just go on Twitter, look at what was trending, and then I would ask, why is this trending? And then say what it was. And then uh, they would guess, I would hint towards the answer, and then we would talk about it. And I thought it would make for an interesting show. What do you think? I think that's a fairly. I think that's a fairly uh, solid, solid segment idea. Awesome, solid segment idea. Uh, but what do you have any thoughts on the new the new Radiohead single? Because I haven't really listened to it. Have you listened? To I it? haven't listened to it either. <laughs> well, I know uh, about it, well, but I haven't listened to it. Uh, actually, uh, you know what? Uh, you know yep. what? You know what? Uh, I have a, a friend of mine in the studio sitting in. He's. Uh, I'm assuming he's listened to the uh, to the new Radiohead single. Have you listened to the new Radiohead single, Luca? I have listened to the new Radiohead single. In fact, it's not only a single, it's an entire album. An entire album. (laughs) Indeed. Um, The new album, Burn the Witch. Yeah, the single came out a day or two before the album. It's it's, it's really good. Um, Radiohead are one of my favourite bands. They've made a lot of excellent, excellent music. Uh, And the new album is really, really good. Like, it's better than a lot of their previous work, in fact. That's some high praise indeed from Luca. Uh, thank you, Luca, for saving us. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> uh, I, I was I was very surprised when I found out that they had just 
completely disappeared off the face of the internet. It must be really hard to try and pull yeah, that, off something like yeah. that. Yeah, and especially as a band like Radiohead that's been around since the days of like MySpace and that. Exactly. It must like, be so difficult to just disappear they, completely off the face of the internet. Imagine how long they spent like at night just deleting every single post because their their stuff was still there. Like they were still there, except they had a completely blank profile picture and wallpaper. And no posts. No no posts at all. So uh, how long do you think yeah, they just spent I, w- I want to know how long they spent uh, trying to find their old passwords for their, uh, their old... <laughs> yes. For all of their old accounts. Oh like, my having gosh. to go through and, uh, like... Like trying to go through and just like, uh, what, and they, what, what's what like troubleshoot, not troubleshooting, brick walling it where you're just trying to like, trying to find their password. So it's like, okay, okay, <laughs> hey, remember the okay, time is we it, went is to, it, okay, is it blur suck 68? Blur suck, oh, blur suck, okay, blur suck 60, okay, no, it's no, not it's, that. it's blur suck 69. Ah, oh, blur suck 69. Yeah, yeah, okay, now, now, okay, now for Napster, is, is it, uh, 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 like screw you, Damon Albarn. I've got no idea. It's like, Jesus. Oh, no, no. It, yeah, it was. It was screw with a three. Ah, of course. Yeah. That, that was back when they decided to play a little bit of like uh, leech gaming, as they call it. Uh, I think uh, that's pretty good. Uh, when we were interviewing uh, Zalo Area, we mentioned a uh, singer, James Blake, who I am a personal fan of, and, and who is our general producer. Who is, sorry, general manager. General. No, this is called Jake. That they're not the two. They just all people with Jake. Aren't called, uh, aren't called, aren't like, aren't the same people. James Blake. But I'm assuming they're not the same people. I don't... No, they're not the same people. No, they're not the I wouldn't the assume same people. So. Yeah, but uh, same well, name, different same people. Same name, yeah. Uh, just because they have the same name. Also, our producer's called Jake. We we live in a world of Jakes, don't we, Richard? Yeah. We really live in a world of Jakes. Well, right now, we're going to be talking about uh, doppelgangers. Now, if you don't know what a doppelganger is. It's pretty much a person who looks almost or exactly the same as someone else. I was told that someone found my doppelganger on Xbox Live. Like, so I was coming up, I was, I was, it was in year eight and some kid came up to me at school and he's like, well, Toby, I, I was like, do you, do you have Xbox? And I was like, no, nah, I'm a PlayStation, my man, my man myself. He's like, <laughs> no way, because I was like totally playing with some dude called Toby Hall on like COD Zombies last night, and he was totally like you. He was the exact same person. Like, okay. Well, he certainly didn't look like you. No, oh, well, well, obviously maybe. you can't tell, but apparently he sounded like me. Uh, acted like you. Acted like me. Wow. Probably, I don't know, shot zombies and COD Zombies the exact same way as me. Uh, <laughs> do do you have do you have a doppelganger, Richard, that we uh that we should know about? Ah, oh, personally, no, but I do know someone who does. Uh, have you ever heard of Thomas Ridgewell, Tomska? Yeah, Tomska. Yes, only the best people do. Um, but uh, my some YouTuber talk here and amplify on Cinna. Yeah, departure from the normal content on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, this is this is this is do not adjust your radio. Uh, this is still the same Toby Hall speaking. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but definitely not the same Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, we, we will, I, I'm, we the, will I'm the other. I'm the other Rebecca. The other Rebecca. Yeah. Rit, it starts with an R, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Rebecca. Yeah. I, that, that's a good idea. I don't but, know. Um, my. I think yeah, my English teacher is actually a doppel is uh, Thomas Ridgewell's doppelganger because he looks exactly like Thomas Ridgewell. And when I first saw him, because like I do distance education, uh. um, so when I went into the actual distance education building for the first time and met him, 
the first thing that I noticed was that he looked exactly like Tomska, and um, that was kind of freaky for me, because I was thinking, gosh, you look like my favourite comedian. <laughs> Have you ever met the doppelganger of your cat? Well, I don't own a cat, so no. Oh, uh, your dog? Yes, actually. No, we did. Uh, we, we met a dog, which we reckon, if not the doppelganger of my dog, is actually the sibling of my dog at uh, Darabin Parkland. So I think it's quite interesting. Oh, wow. Uh, once again, I'm going to buzz in my friend, Luca, who is in the studio. Uh, Luca, do you have a doppelganger? I was once on a longish bike ride where we stayed in tents each night and rode up to 100 kilometres a day. Uh, and on that, I met people who knew... My exact doppelganger. This man, I only saw a picture of him on, a, on an iPhone, but this man looked exactly the same as me. It was absolutely terrifying. Looking into a static mirror, as it were. Uh, some, uh, some that literary, is some, some, some quite... amazing... That is literary genius. <laughs> Uh, that is literally <laughs> literary genius. It was I, good. I was I was stricken by how attractive he was. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, Jesus, your Christ. new man crush. <laughs> I, as I, I brought. Uh, I not didn't bring him in to talk about doppelgangers, but uh, I, I brought. I met. I brought Luca on to talk about doppelgangers just then because we're often, uh, if not doppelgangers, we're we're considered uh, at our school. Very, very similar people. We are rather similar. We we fill the same niche. In, yeah, um... it's good that we don't. Yeah, it, it's good that we don't. Are not in the same year level because if we were, we'd be at each other's throats permanently. Uh, it's tr- <laughs> I think we are, but we don't see each other as often as yeah. as we would. Yeah, because uh, we do compete for the the same uh, <laughs> d- same like. Uh, so we can do compete for the same social niche. Uh, wow, it's true. It, I've it, never, uh, I've never really. Ha- oh well, I have had a friend who was in a different class that was exactly the same as me, uh, except unfortunately is not my friend anymore because well, you go to distance head. Yep. Uh, Hooray! Uh, they, Hooray for isolation. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. So I don't know. That's really about all we have time for. Uh, you can catch the. The doppelganger of this show uh, tomorrow with Richard, who has <laughs> yes. sa- saved uh, saved my bacon, and I am eternally indebted to him. Am I? Uh, Sorry, oh. did I? Did I think you saved my bacon because oh. you you pointed out well, uh, no uh, you pointed out a lot of things, such as when my uh, one of when I accidentally left one of the microphones on. Ah, uh, uh, yes. How to use the? I think the, the I think, CD. How uh, to use the CD thing? Uh, I. I don't know. Yes, Toby I'm, is well, you're... chronically enfeebled. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you're I'm... very welcome, Toby. Thank, thank, a... thank you so much. Uh, I'd like to handshake. You can't hear because it's a handshake. <laughs> yeah. They are, in fact, shaking hands. Yeah. Radio, ra- um, we have an independent, uh, verifiable witness. <laughs> yes. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.